All right, for a 157th time, Hot Grits Podcast. I hate LeBron James. When God created Adam and Eve, the next thing he did was yell at the referee. But first, some sports. Alright, welcome in episode 157 of the Hot Grits Podcast. I'm Travis Chadon. I wanted to start, I really wanted to start with the Braves. We're recording Tuesday night, Braves coming off back-to-back W's against the Marlins, uh, big-time wins, coming off of a sweep against the Astros. I was ready to do that, folks. I was ready to do that. And then the Hawks. And then the Hawks came back from down 13 with eight minutes left in a win-or-go-home game against the Celtics, game five. Tuesday night in Boston, and the, and the freaking Hawks came back and won. Uh, Trey, Young, Trey Young lost his mind. He went absolutely dumbo. 38 points. I think he scored like 14 in a row at one point. Uh, Boston made more shots, had a higher field goal percentage, had more rebounds, had more assists, and still lost. Tough. Tough to do if you're the Celtics. The Hawks did all of that without DeJounte Murray. Um, it, it, like the final was 119 117 Atlanta, but the Celtics really didn't have a shot at winning with half a second left after Trey Young's, you know, game winning, game winning shot, you know, what, what proved to be a game winning shot. Game six, Thursday, back in the A, back on the farm, folks. Uh, and yes, Spencer hit me up immediately. Yes, he hit me up immediately, but I told him all along this was a 5.5 series. This was a 5.5 series. I said, Hawks are going to lose this series in 5.5 games. And we round up. Six games, game six, back in the A. I still like Boston in the series, but some crazy shit's going on in these NBA playoffs. And Tuesday night in Boston with Atlanta was one of the crazier things that's happened thus far. I think, I don't think the Hawks will win this series. I don't. But it definitely exposes the Celtics' weakness. If they're the favorites in the East, uh, then they were just mightily exposed on Tuesday night. I don't know if Tatum and Brown are those dudes, man. I just don't know if they're those dudes. Celtics still have two more opportunities. I expect them to close it out. I hope they close it out. They're favored by five and a half. Game six, Thursday night back in Atlanta. If necessary, game seven, Saturday in Boston. Uh, DeJounte, Murray, DeJounte Murray back, by the way, for the Hawks after bumping into the refs. Um, he'll be back for game six, I think. Question mark. Um, elsewhere in the league, LeBron. Is this the LeBron's redemption tour? I was thinking the other night when, when the Lakers went up 3-1 to one and with that crazy overtime win against the Grizz. Uh, if the Celtics, and this was when the Celtics didn't blow a 13-point lead to the Hawks, 
Uh, if the Celtics make it out of the East, the only team that I wouldn't have any confidence at all against as a Celtics fan would be the Lakers because I've seen what LeBron does to the Celtics. But LeBron can't get this team. He can't get that team in the finals. Can he? Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that he would rip my soul out in the finals? 100% guaranteed. He's a listener of the show. Hello, LeBron. Rooting for you, pal. Rooting for you. Stay away from my Celtics, please. We don't want to play you. Miami up 3-1 to one on the Bucs. Uh, Jimmy Butler had an insane game, but you would have thought, and they're going to have a parade for Jimmy Butler for what he did in the first round of the NBA playoffs, not even in a clinching game. Uh, you would have thought, thought Jimmy Butler was holding up the 100-point sign like Will Chamberlain. You know that famous photo with the cigar? They should have done that with him. Miami, dude, they're up 3-1 to one on the Bucs. The Sixers already took care of the Nets. So it would be Celtics-Sixers, assuming the Celtics get past the Hawks. Miami and who? New York? They're up 3-1 to one on, the, on the Cavs as of Tuesday night. <sighs> Crazy. Crazy NBA playoffs so far. The Golden State King Series? That's been an absolute clown show of great basketball. It's been awesome. Had a little bit of everything, including your boy Draymond. He stinks too. If LeBron gets this team to the finals, I'll never dog him again. In fact, I'll, I'll become a LeBron fan unless he's playing the Celtics or the Hawks or the Hawks. Thursday night, back in Atlanta, the Hawks can do it, folks. They won a game the same night that the Braves won a game. So the Braves win two games in a row at Truist Park. They came in to Monday and Tuesday. They came into Monday night against Miami after getting swept by the Astros. Um, in a series that, like, yeah, I felt they could have won two of those three pretty easily. I mean, obviously, one of them was a blown save. But, like, that's, you know, the Astros are the reigning world champs. They've been in the World Series, you know, like nine out of the last ten seasons. That's an exaggeration. But they're a pretty good club, right? So, and then you want to see what kind of team the Braves are when you get punched in the chin like that. You know, when you get punched in the gut, you get your girl taken from you. What do you do the next time out? And they came out and hammered the Marlins, 11 nothing on Monday night. And then won Tuesday night, I think it was 7-4 to four, Tuesday night. They're 10-2 away from Truist Park, 6-6 six six at home. But before Monday night, they had six straight losses at home. Six straight. They had a minus 15 run differential. So, last two games against the Marlins, they're plus 14. In every other home game before that, they were minus 15. Hello. Hello. 92 and 51. How about this number? 92 and 51 versus the Marlins since the start of 2015. You think that's any good? 
That's almost a full season sample size there, 92 and 51. Uh, right now, playoff odds. Let's go over the odds real quick for the Braves. After Tuesday night, um, they're 16 and 8. First place in the NL East. They're two games up. Uh, the NL East got a funky look to it after the Braves and Mets. Poor Mike Anthony. His Phillies are 11 and 13 in fourth place. Braves 16 and 8. Mets 14 and 10. Miami 12 and 12. Philadelphia 11 and 13. Washington, who cares? Those are the NLE standings brought to you by nobody. Uh, if you want to sponsor this segment, hit me up. So the Braves, projected by Fangrass to have 96 wins to finish the season, 96 and 66, 97.2% playoff odds, 74.7%, and we round up here, 75% chance at winning the National League East Division. 18.1% chance of winning the World Series, which is really high, folks. Really good. Uh, the Bravos, 14-0 when scoring five or more runs. Let's do a little stock up, stock down, heading into the last two games of this Marlins series, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and then it's on to, or I'm sorry, Wednesday, the last game of the Marlins series. The Braves have won... That, I think that makes them six and two. Eight series so far, six and two. Check me on that. Uh, four gamer with the Mets coming up, though, Thursday through Monday. I think Max Scherzer might be back from his 10-game sussy uh, to pitch that Monday game. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, stock up. Ronald Acuna, 13 stolen bases. He's running wild, folks. He's on pace for 1,296 stolen bases. Don't check my math on that. Um, he's an animal. He's got MVP potential. Stock up. Ozzy Albies. Two long balls Tuesday night. Uh, a two-for-one Jimmy night. Two-for-one Tuesdays. Love to see that from Oz. He's batting somewhere in that 5-6 hole. Right now, um, Eddie Rosario with a homer Tuesday night as well. That's good to see. I don't know what they're going to do with Marcelo Zuna, but the time is coming. I mean, clearly, Marcelo Zuna stock down. I think when Michael Harris returns, which will be very soon, perhaps during the Mets series, if not soon after, I think when Harris returns, you could see Ozuna, you could see a move get made one way or the other. Now, when Travis Darno comes back, also soon. Also possibly next week. Also possibly over the Mets series. Now Snicker's really going to have a choice on his hands. You also got Sam Hilliard swinging the lumber a little bit. Old Sammy Hilliard. So you're going to have to do something. And when Harris and Darno come back, Ozuna, to me, it seems like, what in the hell are you going to do with him? You can't justify playing them over the other guys. You can't do it any longer. Colin McHugh back, um, cleaning up the injury notebook here. Michael Harris, like we said, pretty soon here. Uh, Travis Darneau, pretty soon. Orlando Arcia, supposed to be reevaluated this week. Uh, but it looks like mid-May at the earliest for Arcia. Um, well, I wouldn't say mid-May. I wouldn't say midnight. I would say you're still at least 10 days away from Arcia coming back. Um, 
and then Rysel Iglesias, which the Braves need Iglesias. They need Iglesias to come back. Because Minter, he's done yeoman's work, but he's starting to fade there in that closer's role. And he, like that was never meant to be his long-term job. I think a lot like Orlando Arcia, even at this point, Vaughn Grissom at short, he's a fine solution as a Band-Aid. Like, for instance, if your closer's on the shelf for all of April, Minter's good enough to be a major league closer for a month-ish. But you don't want to be a World Series contender with him as your closer. He's better when you can use him in a sticky spot in the sixth. When you can use him as your setup man in the eighth. McHugh had coming back, adding length. Like we said, but Iglesias coming back pretty soon. He'll start his rehab assignment this weekend. And then I think you could see him possibly make the trip up to New York. If not, then Maybe he'll join the Braves after that Mets series. Remember, the Braves don't have a day off forever. They, they're, they're playing straight through here for a while. Um, stock up, Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton, Max Freed, the big three. Big Chuck Morton, seven innings in the W on Tuesday night, 2.7-something ERA. Pretty solid there from Chucky. He's doing everything the Braves can ask him to do. I mean, all they want from Chuck Morton is six innings, three runs. And, and a shit ton of innings. Just gobble up innings, you know? Like a fat kid on Halloween with candy, Charlie. Just eat them. <laughs> Give me all those innings, says Chuck. You know what Spencer Strider likes to eat? Bro, he's a K-gobbler. He just loves strikeouts. 13 punchies. Monday night. And like I said, Braves coming off a sweep to the Astros. You really wanted to come out and kick the Marlins' ass. Spencer Strider did just that. The Braves scored 11 runs. Okay, so they didn't need a near perfecto from Spencer Strider, but that's what they got. That's when you know you got yourself a guy with a long Johnson. That's when you know you got yourself a guy on the hill. When he can stop a losing streak, he comes out and says, look, guys. I'll take care of this. By my math, the Braves allowing zero runs on Monday night. All they had to do was score one run to win. And you can check me on that now. That's accurate as shit. Uh, Couldn't decide what to do with Von Grissom stock. He's still going to be a major league bat. I mean, he's going to be a major league bat, but the glove is just, it just doesn't look very solid, does it, at short? Like a major league shortstop, when a ball, when a ground ball is hit to him, it should be like you look down and check your phone. It, it should be an auto out. But with Grissom, it's like, man, I don't know. It's just not very fluid. I mean, it's not a liability, I don't think. I mean, I know it's not a liability because defense doesn't actually matter. I'm going to leave his stock as a... Uh, as neutral stock down Matt Olson started red hot folks. Uh, I think he is three for his last 21 coming into Tuesday night, still getting on base with some walks. And, and I don't think it's a long-term problem, but Freddie Freeman used to do the same thing. He would go, but then he'd come out scorching and then he'd, he'd, he'd pretty much find his pace by the summer where he'd lock into, you know, 
solidly going four for ten each series that you know with a couple walks and a homer extra base hit. I think Matt Olson will be fine. The glove still hasn't been what they told us it was in Oakland. I think the athletics lied to us because his glove ain't that great. Again, not a liability, but it ain't that great. So the Braves are getting healthy just in time to go see the April and May champions of the world. The greatest April and May team to ever walk, the New York Mets. For a gamer, um, I, I, I expect the Braves to be at least two games up going into New York. And the Mets are going to be all jacked up for that. And just remember, before that series starts, the last time the Braves played the Mets, they swept their ass and won the NL East. All the Mets had to do was win one game. And the Braves took all of them. The Mets are going to be jacked up for their series. And if they want to win a series this year against the Braves, for me, this is the most likely. The Braves will likely be reintegrating guys that have been out for a while back into the lineup, i.e. Mike Harris, i.e. Russell Iglesias, potentially, maybe Darno, potentially. They just, like, let them celebrate if, if something goes wrong up there in Flushing, New York. It'll be good to get Iglesias back because, like I say, Minter, five earned runs in his last two games. He's blown three saves. Jesse Chavez also starting to wear down, so McHugh can, can step into that role for Chavez, and I expect both Chavez and Minter to be fine. But, you know, I, I, it's just nice to get the guys that you thought you'd have back in there, and it just lengthens everything out. Remember, as we talk baseball, it is still early until June 1st. Still early till June 1st. I've had people ask me, is it still early? Yes, it's still early. I'll let you know when it's late. But for now, it's still early. So we'll get you guys to that interview with Lauren Wolverton shortly. But first, the return of HGPCDOTW, the Hawkers Podcast Celebrity Death of the Week. A true honor one of the highest awards bestowed upon men and women in this land. And this week, we got a special one, folks. We got a special one, folks. It's the death of Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson, the cartoonish TV news anchors. The death of the cartoon TV news anchor. Somehow, way, Tucker Carlson, Don Lemon who are radically different, but actually kind of the same person. They both sensationalize. They both talk to you like if you don't believe what they believe, then you're a dummy. They both get canned on the same day. Tucker Carlson uh, will probably make way more money wherever he goes. Okay, he'll be fine. But it is telling that they didn't even give him a chance to say bye on his last show. Like they didn't even give him a last show. What do you think that means? You think they left on good terms? Just funny as shit that they would get fired on the same day. And I guess it's a coincidence. That's what they're telling us. Feels a lot like the Oscars slap where something's going on. Feels a lot like that. All right, until then, go listen to the Brian West interview bonus episode that came out Tuesday talking all about the Orange Crush incident over the weekend and possibly another Orange Crush coming this weekend to Tybee. 
Uh, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, so stick around. Here's Lauren Wolverton now. All right, welcome in Lauren Wolverton now. Uh, I'm in her studio. Just got done doing the Chicks and Dip podcast. Um, first ever time that I've been on a podcast hosted by a female. Ooh. So I'm honored. Yeah, so you got to check that off the list. Lucky me. Uh, first question, hard-hitting question here. And go listen to the episode, my interview on Chicks and Dip podcast, wherever you get podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And then Instagram is... Chicks and Dip pod. Super easy. Yeah. Um, so Lauren and I talked about everything. Uh, I mean, everything. Not going to recap it here, but I guess I want to start with this. What do you know about sports? Or like, what's your go-to? Like, if you have to talk sports for five seconds with a guy or like with anyone who loves sports, do you have like a go-to thing that you can say? Like a topic or like a story? Uh, anything. Like anything that can be like, yeah, I'm kind of a sports girl. Like, mm. You know what I mean? I feel like I would let people know that um, I wouldn't say I'm a sports girl, but SEC football is probably the thing I know the most about. Yeah, it's a go-to. Yeah. And you went to Mississippi State, Starkville. Yeah. Anytime someone brings up the Cowboys, I bring up Dak Prescott. So maybe that's my thing. See, there, yeah, No, that's your thing. <laughs> yeah. That's your thing. Yeah. We had a soccer guy on one time and we don't. And Spencer and I did not know anything about soccer. And so we were like, yo, what's the water cooler thing? Like, what do we say about Atlanta United this uh-huh. year? Like, what kind of team do we have so we know? <laughs> and so he told us all this inside information. And Spencer was like, oh, okay. So, so we're like an offensive team. We like to go up and down. And the guy was like, no, no, <laughs> no. no. After all that. And I, yeah, I was like, man, we, you just ruined it. You just oh ruined God. it. So it's been fun to be fun is not the right word, but it's been interesting in the last um, couple of months to be a Mississippi State fan because whenever that comes up, you know, our coach just died. So um, yeah, Mike Leach. That sucked. He actually won um, the HGP CDOTW one What's week, that mean? which is the Hot Chris Podcast Celebrity Death of the Week. Oh, um, and so yeah, you can only win it once, um, and there's been some contentious uh, battles for it. I mean, we had. Uh, let's see, we had Lisa Marie Presley versus somebody else real famous died that week. And I picked that person over Marie Presley. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it could was... have been Mike Leach, to be honest. It might have been Mike Leach. Oh, if it was the two of them, then absolutely Mike Leach. 100%. Yeah. yeah, that was a weird like month or so because people, I mean, they know, especially in Savannah, like I think that there's a handful of Mississippi State fans. So if you know one, then like, you know, that's like your tokened, yeah, 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 token yeah. Mississippi friend. So I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. NFL. Oh, okay. Nobody's a Dolphins fan. Like, and so anything related <laughs> to the Dolphins that happens, I'm like, everyone that I know, like I'm the only Dolphins fan they know. Uh-huh. So I know that like, they'll text me like, like oh, yes. like, and I'll be like, yep. I'm still the only Dolphins fan, you know. Like, I mean, literally, it was like I was getting like texts as if like my family member <laughs> died. People were just sending me, "I'm sorry." I'm like, "No, like, thank you. That's really sweet. It is sad, but like, that's awesome. It's okay. <laughs> that's it, it is kind of awesome though. Like being known for something like that, like oh. like something that's bigger than you. That's I love what it. sports are so great about though. Um, you ever been on any sports dates? Like like to baseball game, football game, basketball game. Um, so it wasn't really a date, but I did go, um, I was like at a frat formal and we went to a Grizzlies game. Ooh, Memphis. Yeah. And, um, oh my God, what is the player that Nicki Minaj has the lyric about? Tell them bitches blow me. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of. I'm not a big Nikki fan, but... (laughs) Didn't he play for the Grizzlies? I just have like a vague memory of me being like... she was like with him, like dating him? No, but she she has a lyric and she says something about, tell them bitches blow me. And then she says his name. Mike Conley. I'm trying to think of something that like rhymes with blow me. Um, Stevenson. Stevenson is the last name. Lance Stevenson. Yes. yes, Do you get that reference? No, I didn't get the reference. Did he play for the Grizzlies? Uh, for a time, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's why. I, okay, literally, so, there's like a vague memory of someone telling me this that's at a, the Grizzlies game. That's a Nikki lyric. Yeah. Is it? Okay, so I'm about to blow your mind with this. No pun intended. Lance Stevenson was like a uh, like a reserve player for the Grizzlies. Uh-huh. Like good player, but not an all star. And he is guarding LeBron James the whole playoff series. You know LeBron James. Yeah. Okay. Real yes. fan. He's public enemy number one on this podcast. Um. <laughs> Lance Stevenson famously between plays would blow in LeBron James's ear. Like w- <laughs> while the ball was coming down and they're both guarding each other right next to each other, it would be just, And so the memes and stuff that came out of it, like. Wait, okay, then what an amazing lyric. Yeah, Sick Bar. Nikki. Sick Bar by Nikki. Uh, wow. I didn't know that though, but that's crazy that we got to that. <laughs> okay, no, this is like Lance exact- Stevenson. He's never gotten play on this podcast before. <laughs> this is exactly what I knew was going to happen because, like, I know a lot about pop culture and you know a lot about sports, and we just like found the little we just pieced it together, right in yeah. the middle. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so all the Nicki Minaj fans out there were just yelling at the at the. At, there's not a lot of Nicki Minaj fans listening to this. I can't imagine so. Not on Hot Grits podcast. No. Um, so I came super prepared, as people know, on Hot Grits. Um, we write it down to be official, just like top four drafts. Um, so I'm going to look through this and see which one I want to go with. Uh, <laughs> wait, how about this? How about I just call out some and then you can pick which way we go? You want to do that? <laughs> oh God, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, how many Hot Grits podcast episodes have you listened to? None all the way through. Great. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, do your friends listen to your podcast? Yes. Not really? all of them, but most of them. My friends don't. Really? Yeah, but I need new fucking friends. This is what I keep saying. I yeah. need new friends. My friends have sent me really sweet messages. And like, I don't ask them to listen, but they've sent me little messages like, hey, like this story that you told on the podcast was sweet. Or like, thanks for the shout out this week. So like, yeah, I know that they, most of them listen. That's cool. Yeah, sometimes I'll test people and like, <laughs> but I'll dog them. Like I'll say something that if they hear it, they will have to text me. Right. Or call me. And, and so... That's a that's a nice little test too to see who's doing what. Right, you're like hmm, noted, no text. <laughs> um, so best, so we we talked about on your podcast like podcast breakups, uh, which we've both been through. Podcast breakups, tragic. Yeah, and you just learn from them. Uh, love is a tough thing. Podcasting is a tougher mm. thing. I think. I agree um, with that. So best guest that you've ever had besides me, and then. Um, I want to ask you worst guest, but I know you're going to dance that question. So best guest that you've ever had. Best guest. Um, and then the least best. That's really hard. I know the least. I don't feel like I should. I know that one off the top of my can, head. Can you give us any hints? No. All right. Well, how it about, was, I will just I'll say edit this. this part out. I'll edit this part out. I promise. I don't believe you. You shouldn't. Don't. <laughs> no, uh, the least, it wasn't even bad, but it was just, I didn't do a thorough enough pre-interview and there just wasn't a lot there. So like the, you can hear it whenever you listen to it, me just like trying my hardest to get an interesting, compelling answer out of this person. And it was just falling flat. It was just boring. It, so it wasn't even bad. It was just boring. It was in person though? Yeah. You do most of your interviews in person. Almost all of them. That's... I've actually only done one remote podcast. 
And it's a different, like, I think it's definitely easier to do it in person, but that doesn't always make it better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like some people that you interview, I think would be less, not you, just like anyone, I think would be less like nervous. Because there's a lot of people that don't, like they're not nervous, but when they talk, they're just not good at yeah. like expressing what they're thinking. Yeah. Or like, and it makes them seem nervous or and it comes off that way. Um, that's happened to me a few times. Like, and you just, I guess you just have to put the, like the episode out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gotta just, that's what, I mean, that boring when I threw it out there and I actually got some feedback. Some people loved it. I'm just very hard on it. You know, I know what it could have been and I'm like, it was so boring. Yeah. Still meat on the bone. Yeah. I had an interview like that last week. This this one might be one of those interviews. (laughs) (laughs) No, it'll be because of me. It'll be because of me. I'll edit this part out. Uh, No, you won't. (laughs) I had Lee Steinberg on last week. Like a big get, like Jerry Maguire based on him, and it was ju- it was so bad that I had my guy Mike Anthony come on after the interview, which I never have like a segment after the interview, uh-huh. never like, and he can't he came on after for like a post mortem, like I sent him the file of the interview no. so he could listen to it beforehand and then like run through the awkward moments with me. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. yeah, and I emailed like I emailed most of the guests like the next day. Or, you know, or shoot him a text or something saying like, hey, thanks. Like, that's yeah. something that I've learned to do. Yeah. Because um, I appreciate that when people get so text. You should text me after this. I'm, you're probably never going to hear from me again. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hmm. No, it is very important to thank people. They spend their time, especially when it's in person. Oh, my God. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. And, and and so, like, I sent him an email and got nothing back. So, I don't know if they listened to it. And maybe they weren't happy with, like, with me making fun of how bad I was in the interview or me being so bad in the interview. Um, but I think sometimes it's better to be like really, really bad. Yeah. Than somewhere in the middle, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I guess, I guess. I don't know. I've never you had anybody be really, really bad. I'm like, Neh. or like, like I would rather have like a super cringe, terrible moment that looks bad for me. Like if, if it, creates more numbers like the you most- are so numbers oriented i'm not like that which, yeah i mean it, i'm a stats know, guy i'm a stats guy as a business person i should probably be more numbers oriented but well there's pluses and minuses to it but i, I will say that like the, the number one episode i've ever done is an episode about like a youth basketball game a fight basically like a verbal fight uh and like that one did so many numbers that, and it was something that bad that happened to me. Yeah, people love the gossip. <laughs> I know they do. I know, but it was so humbling. Like, man, like when bad things happen to me, good things happen to the podcast. Uh, no, that's so so true. And it's so unhealthy. Yeah, and and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that balance. Literally last night at that event, I was like crying about something to my friends, and they're like, "Oh my god, Lauren!" But like, whenever you finally get through this and talk about it on the podcast, like it's gonna be awesome. And I'm like, "God, you're right." Like, yeah. I hate that. Let's talk about it now. No. Okay. Um, I didn't answer your question about the best guest though. Okay. So, I feel like I have a couple, but one of them was actually a re-recorded episode and I've only allowed somebody to re-record an episode by request one time. They requested it to be re-recorded after yes. the fact? Yes. It was my Whoa. friend Holly and this is sports adjacent. Okay. She is like a triathlon like athlete 
And she just has this like insane story. She like lost her mom to suicide and just like had like a really like low couple of years and she got sober and like became this super athlete. And it's like an amazing story and she tells it so well. And I think that she's been my favorite guest because like one, I cannot believe somebody like would come on and like be so personable for me and my listeners. That's really cool. Um, But we re-recorded it like we – and the first one wasn't bad at all, but she was like, I just feel like that's the first time I've told that story like on a platform and like I just feel like I left out a couple things. Is it okay? And like because of the nature of it, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want it to be exactly what you 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 want. Or was Jamie still? No, it was just me. So how long after the interview did she request it to be? Mm, We got it. I got the episode all edited so it was like ready to roll yeah and she asked me and honestly i wasn't even upset like i really wasn't i was like i want this to be exactly what you want because like she was one of my first guests who really like opened up with something like difficult to me about so that was cool and then honestly after that i feel like the show took my show's not serious but i it kind of opened up my eyes to like some more serious guests and topics and so i've really actually enjoyed some of them yeah, how have you found, we, we've talked about this, like how have you found the solo interviewing? Because it goes from being, or at least Hot Grits has gone from being two people bullshitting and then yeah. occasionally an interview, you know, and then we even had our own style with like how we did the interviews. Mm-hmm. And then it, it abruptly goes to being one person, like individual segments and then now interviews as well. Um, but like, I don't know if that's a good thing for hot grits or if it is still hot grits, if it's not the same, you know what I mean? Like, no, that, well, that's what I'm doing now because so whenever my co-host left, I mean, it was the exact same thing. Like our entire show was like us going through life together in our twenties and dip chicks. Yeah. Two chicks and dip. And so whenever she was still here, it was very much just us, cracking jokes banter the whole episode and it was great it was fun we would make points but it was very much the dynamic between the two of us that people were there for so whenever she left i feel like i i mean i have like a whole like couple months of episodes that i absolutely just hate because i was finding my footing because i was like i don't have the banter but i was trying to fit myself into the show that it was and now i finally have like accepted like okay what do i myself by myself want the show to be yeah um and so I'm working on a rebrand. I haven't announced the new name and stuff, but um, so you are going to do like a new name. Yeah, I'm going to do a new name. I mean, chicks and dip. Number one, there's an S. It's plural. Don't make any sense. But that's what hot grits is. Well, it's also. I mean, it's just like tied to something that isn't me anymore. You know, like yeah. I don't want to be trying to be chicks and dip podcast. Whenever the truth is, I'm not the chicks and dip podcast anymore. Like, you know, it's me solo as an interviewer. And so the show, I know it's a pain in the ass. What but do it's, I do? I don't. I'm not doing that. I don't want to change. Then, okay, don't. Okay. Yours makes more sense than Chicks and Dip. Okay. Okay, then I won't. Mine has evolved, though, from banter to an interview show, which I love. I've always liked to interview people. But it's more so about, it's less about me telling crazy stories from my life. There's a little bit of that, but it's more so me navigating my 20s, bringing on people to teach me how to make them smoother. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah, and I've watched, like, and I think people listening to this, like, if you scroll through the episodes, you'll recognize like some of the names or at least, you know, at least some of the businesses and topics like being discussed. I mean, it's not, that's, that's not abnormal, but I think it's crazy or not crazy, but super rare to see like, the, like you're talking about the transition of it, but it's like happening every week. 
You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like it's like a stopped like this point in time and this point. Like it's just a fluid because like we're recording this, but then next week is going to happen. Yeah. Like in another episode, we'll just well, have to. And that's what was so weird. So which we didn't talk about this on our show, but we the last episode with my co-host, it was like an extremely heavy episode. Um, like me and her were like crying together. That's right. Yeah. I was like very like I was opening up about something so personal. And then the next week she was just gone. And like I at the time made the decision to not really feed into all of the drama of it all and talk about it too much. And so I just yeah. kind of said, you know what? I wish her the best. That's that's that on that, which now later as time has gone on, I've spoken more about it. But it was so weird and I had a meeting with my business manager, Katie, and I was like, do we take a break? Like, what do we do? But the reality is, is that this is my full-time job, so I have to make money. Right. <laughs> so I can't take two months off. I don't have any yeah. money coming in, you know? That's what I would tell, like, the listeners that when, after Spencer left, it was like, I, like, I honestly don't know what's next. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try, like, I'm going to try and figure it out. Um. But, but that's what's so cool about it. Like if the people who have been listening from the beginning, I think it's so cool that they get to go on this journey with us and watch it just every week change yeah. a little bit. And I feel like everybody will feel it. Like I'm I'm shooting for probably July to launch the rebrand. It may be sooner, it may not. But I mean, I want it all to be just taking my time and whenever it's right, I'm going to announce the new name. I'm going to put out the art. I'm going to put out the new music. Like, Everything is going to happen and people will know. But right. I think it's even cooler for the people who have gone through the weird transition with me. It is. It, yeah. And it, like, that's another thing about the podcast is like ours are like every Hawkers podcast episode that has been published is still available. Yeah. Same. And so, like, you can hear the journey. Yeah. But you can also hear, like, we talked about this on, on your podcast. Like, Spencer and I started first episode with a phone in a closet like on a milk crate mm -hmm. like propped up because like we read that like that's what you're supposed to do yeah like that's episode one still out there and when we called it it didn't say like one dot like episode one you know it's a, it's pilot love like, it the pilot yeah pilot. Like, like, like just, we made promises on the show mm -hmm. it's the only time we ever explained the name to people that didn't get the name like you know they would have to listen to that first part um, but it is like cool to have that. Okay, we'll get you guys right back to our interview. First, I'm going to tell you all about John Carr. You know him, you love him. He's our segment sponsor here on Hot Grits, and he is the number one real estate agent in Savannah. Whether you're buying, selling, or just want to learn more about the market, you need to call John Carr today. 912-228-0916. Find him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, John Carr with Seaport Real Estate, and he can help you find or sell a house in this area. Call our guy, John, today. Tell him we sent you. 912-228-0916. The Lady and Sons Restaurant, a segment sponsor here on the Hot Grits Podcast, 102 West Congress Street, Lady and Sons, you guys probably know the name, Paula Dean, Jamie Dean. Uh, they have their restaurant, obviously, at 102 West Congress Street, but then the store right next door, literally right next door to the restaurant, also on Congress Street, open seven days a week, 11 to 9, Monday through Thursday, and then 11 to 10 
on Friday and Saturdays. 912-233-2600. 912-233-2600 is the number for Lady and Sons. Find them on Facebook and ladyandsons.com. It's a crazy journey. And I still have people who tell me they started at the beginning, like they found the show recently. And I'm like, I'm begging you, don't do that. Like, please don't do that. I'm like, the quality sucks. The host isn't even here anymore. But if they want to do it, then I want it to be available for them if they want to follow the whole thing. But I have a lot of people who text me and say, hey, I want to get into your podcast. Like, where should I start? And that's what I appreciate the most. Because then I can be like, if you want to start with something funny, listen to this episode. If you want to start with something serious, listen to this episode. Yeah, that's true. Do you put numbers in front? You don't put... No, no. So Mine I, are like really evergreen. Yeah, so. that's true. That's different. See, and the they're not th- hyper-local either. The so. sports things, are, it's so different because like... Mine is like if I talk about the Braves and I record it on Monday afternoon, well, by the time like Tuesday afternoon comes out, things could be radically different. Yeah. Or same for like Georgia football season. Like Monday and Tuesday in college football is a big, huge difference as far as like wrapping up last week, starting next week. And so that's one thing that I have liked is being able to like reference old episode. Like when we were talking about Mayor Van Johnson, like being like, Oh, it's in the 40s somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. it's 40-something. Um, but I do think about that a lot. Like, not to get too in the weeds. Like, what do you... Like, how to episode titles and stuff like that? Oh, my God. And mine have changed. Like, I listen to so many... I, I mean, I listen to so many podcasts and I seek inspiration from them. And some shows, they're numbered. Some shows, the title doesn't... Like, Theo Vaughn makes no sense. The titles are just something funny he said that have nothing to do with the topic. Yeah, we're Other, ta- I don't like those. Well, I kind of go back and forth. And so what I've landed on is whenever I have a guest, I say what we're talking about with you i don't know because we didn't have one set topic i'll probably choose a couple of things and then just put like xyz with travis good and luck. yeah good luck but with a solo episode i've kind of landed on naming it something silly like i did shortly after my co-host left i recorded an episode um about me going home to my family and recovering after that because it felt like a breakup and i needed to go and just get away and clear my head and figure out what the plan was and so i I recorded that episode and i called it crying in my enchilada because i was crying at a mexican restaurant all weekend so like that's not a topic but it was like the title made sense but if i had had a guess i probably would have made it something more specific yeah um you feel bad for the enchilada there I'm telling you what I ate it anyway. Salty tears and all. I don't care. Nothing sad about that story. When I'm sad, I'll eat anything. Like literally if I'm eating, you know, like that's not every time I'm sad, but like if I'm in that sad eating mode, I don't care what it is. What advice do you have uh, for me to increase my 12% female listener base? Um, Can we get it to like 15%? Probably change your whole podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Have you on more often, probably? Honestly, you should. Yeah, like bring more guests on who have female audiences. I know my audience, they'll listen. I think girls watch podcasts more than they... like. No, I think the opposite. Really? Yeah, so are you on YouTube or no? No, this is an audio experience. Okay, so my audio listens are like 85% female and my YouTube is like 70% men. Okay, well... Do you want to get into that a little bit? Or? Is that because I'm pretty? I mean, yes. Again, I, like, ah. it's just like, like, there's not a lot to guys, I don't think. <laughs> just speaking as one, like, your listeners are going to be like, this girl sucks. Know, we talked about this on my show. No, they know this. <laughs> my listeners are the smartest, most handsome, uh, funniest, best people in the world. Oh my and, God, and tell I'm them not to hit just, me up. <laughs> I'm not just saying that to cater to them. I wouldn't do that. They know that. 
Um, so like if you had it to do, well, if you had it to do over again, would you have done the podcast the way that you're going to do it or the way that you did it? Like, do you think um, that you would be where you're at now if, if the stuff with Jamie didn't? No, no, not exactly where I'm at now. Um, but you don't know if it would be like better or worse. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say. I don't know and I don't really want to speculate if it would be better or worse. It would just be different. Um, but I do think like whenever yeah. I was thinking about rebranding, I mean, the whole brand Chicks and Dip, while I'm so proud of it and I do love it, it was a compromise with another person. So if it had been me from the jump, the logo wouldn't be pink. It wouldn't have orange in it. It wouldn't be called Chicks and Dip. Right. It, we'd have different fonts. You know, so like it's just weird to be left with like a brand that was only 50% what you wanted yeah, it to be. Yeah, it was be. supposed to be like, a, like, a, like you guys were co-parenting. Exactly. It's like buying a house with but she went your to husband go, and then he leaves. She went to go a get house. a pack of cigarettes. She <laughs> went to go get a pack of cigs and she never came back. Exactly. Yeah, she never came back from the store. Yeah. And Damn. so here I am with this. So when your podcast grows up, your podcast is going to hate Jamie for doing that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For and you'll sure. have to have that sit down conversation with the pod. Like you'll have to, that's coming. <laughs> You'll have to do that. I'm going to be like, you're finally old enough to talk about your father. (laughs) Um, I'm going to ask you some sports debates, and then you're just going to give me your answer. Okay. So it's just going to be X versus Y, and you have to just tell me which one's better. X X is for no? Michael versus LeBron. I don't know. You have to pick one. Mm, Didn't you say that you, who do you hate, LeBron? No comment. That's who you hate? No comment. Well, I feel like LeBron is going to be my pick. Okay. Just because I feel like fighting. Okay. LeBron, bad pick. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mel Kuyper versus Todd McShay. I don't know who either of those people are. You got to pick. Oh, my God. Can you tell me what sport they play? Are you a Mel girl or a Todd girl? What sport? Let me just tell you this. They are not athletes. And this is the equivalent of NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. There is no... That also means nothing to me. I was born in 1996. Ugh! (laughs) 1996? Yes. I was watching Rocket Power by then. I don't even know what that is. I'm so <laughs> pissed at you right now, but that's okay. I didn't know Morgan Wallen. Uh, yeah, um, okay. You okay. have to be a Mel girl or a Todd girl. Mm. Mel Kuyper or Todd McShay. I'm vibing with the last name McShay, but I really like the first name Mel. Tough. I'm going to go Mel. You're a Mel girl. Yeah. Those are two NFL draft analysts, super famous, and they always Ooh. argue about uh, <laughs> picks, and Mel Kuyper will go... Todd, 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 Todd. Oh, God. So you're a male girl, then. I picked the annoying one. No going back. Shit. Matt Ryan versus Michael Vick. Best Falcons quarterback ever. Michael Vick is the one with the problems, right? I can't pick him. Is he the one with the dogs or no? We don't. Yeah, he was. And then he served his time. And then came back and now has done like a lot of good work with PETA. Okay, apologies. My respects. Plus, he was sick. He won me a fantasy football title in 2014 with the Eagles. It sounds like I should pick him. Huge deal. Yeah. Matt Ryan, 28-3 Super Bowl. The Falcons collapsed against the Patriots. Do you remember any of that? Mm -mm. Does that ring a bell to you at all that Mm -hmm. the Falcons blew a 25-point? So you also have to know one thing about me. I, I didn't know who Morgan Wallen was, so this is like, no, you're in a safe space. I mentioned SEC football. That's football for me. Okay. You know how it is. Like, I, I do not give a, I'm from Mississippi. We don't have a team. I don't give a fuck. That's Can I true. That? Yeah, you don't have a pro team. No, I don't give a fuck about the NFL. Until Dak Prescott graduated from state and went to play for the Cowboys, I had not, I don't think I had ever watched an NFL game. I don't care. 
Oh my god! I never even thought about that. Isn't that weird? And yeah. you know, like people in Mississippi, they'll pull for the Cowboys or the Saints. Saints is usually yeah. it. Yeah. But. Huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know the Egg Bowl is like a huge deal. Oh yeah. In Mississippi, Mississippi. That's my are, Super Bowl. People are crazy. <laughs> and it's like usually neither one of them are that. I mean, come on. We're <laughs> not that good, but whenever you get two not that good teams against a, each it's other, it's a war of who is yeah. going to be less not good. Exactly. More, more not. Who's going to be less good? Who's going to suck slightly less? Yeah, we'll workshop it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, <laughs> Okay, one more. American League versus National League. Of what? <laughs> of of what? Is of like a specific sport? Can yeah, you explain it to me? So like <laughs> Oh my god, your listeners are going to hate me. They're going to be like, "This is why we don't like girls on the podcast." <laughs> American League versus National League is uh it's how the Major League Baseball is split into two halves. Okay, 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 okay. Like uh, East and West. <laughs> hmm. Which one? One's- one of them's called the Senior Circuit. One of them's called the Junior Circuit because one of them's older than the other. Hmm. National League, American League. Tough fix. National League. Okay, National League. That's what the Braves plan. Is that a good take? Uh, yeah, it's the Senior Circuit. That's the veteran. That's the older league. Okay. Um, it, to me, it doesn't matter which one you answer. What's funny is that you didn't that you asked of what. <laughs> that to me is is everything of what. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, like I also like my sports background. Like I was a gymnast and a cheerleader. Okay, so like, which yes, those are sports, but count. it's different. Yeah, they count. They count. They my count. sister did play softball. She played at Georgia College. What position? Pitcher. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I know a little bit about softball, but like I don't know the girls. You, you know? have to be weary of like the catchers and the third baseman, first baseman. Because those girls can hit balls a long way. And it's usually because that they're uh, bigger boned. Mm-hmm. When they come up to the plate, everybody's Husky. like, oh. Yeah. Y'all better back up. Yeah, I like the ground short of P5. Yeah. <laughs> but not in a bad way. No. Uh, <laughs> this is probably why I don't have girls on that often. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, two more for you. Okay. Are you a Pro Globe podcaster? Would you consider yourself... A pro globe. I am. Yes. Okay. That's good. That's the right answer. There's only one right answer to that. Has anyone ever said they're not pro globe? Um, No. No, not, not, and then live to tell about it. Like, okay. I don't think, I mean, there's people, it's sort of like the Illuminati where you just don't really like discuss it, but yeah, I wouldn't like advise that for anybody. No, I'm pro globe all the way. Hell yeah. That's the right pick. You're on the right (laughs) side of history and I think history will judge us for that. (laughs) <laughs> um, all right, last one. Can you teach me Instagram? Oh my God, yes. That's something I'm great at. I'm bad at it. You're good at sports talk. I'm good at Instagram. I don't know uh, the difference. I, like, I don't know what... Spencer used to say, that's not store or that's not post-worthy. And he'd be like, it's a story. And I'd be like, mm. I'd be like, I don't know what those... I don't know what the difference is. Like, you, I, See, and that's something that you can't explain. It's just a vibe. You have to feel it. Right. And is it's like, this feed I understand mm. Twitter that way like where I, it doesn't need to but that's because i've been on it since 2010 you know what i mean i'm gonna be honest your instagram presence it's weak it's weak your face is not on there at all you don't need to become like a selfie person but like you mean the, the hot grits or or mine i don't know i don't i've never honestly i have only seen that one photo of you that i thought you were married from really I think that's the only photo i've ever seen of you like and i don't even know what photo you're you're referring. I don't take a lot of photos, but that's what happens when you're single. Like, how, how do you? You have friends. Not. 
I mean, also, I'm sorry, not to take pictures of me like just like out and about. Like, do I ask them to take them? <laughs> yeah, like next time you're at dinner, be like, hey, we take a picture of me with my entree. And you ask them, like, and I have asked. I'm not being dramatic. I have all these cute little pictures of me at the airport whenever I was a teenager, and I would ask my Uber drivers to take my picture. I'd be like, can you pull up and take a picture of me with my suitcase really quick when they drop me off for the airport? Yeah, that seems. It would be kind of weird if you did it, I guess. Exactly. I think like, it'd be weird. Everything is different if you're like not an attractive. I mean, I I know where I stand. You know what I mean. But I can't ask one of my bro friends to be like, "Hey, you know, before I bite into this two dollar top, toppers uh, strip club steak, <laughs> we grab a photo of me." But you can you take I mean? okay. You can take a pic with your bros. That that's would be yeah. That's true. Group pic. That's less weird for guys. That's true. And also, then there are some photos that like I don't want to like I want to put them on Facebook. But I don't want them to like show up on like I just want them to I don't want to like be on someone's timeline, like I just want to add them to a uh, an album and then like if people want to look later they can, but okay. I don't want it to show up. I don't know if people are gonna go to your Facebook albums to see pictures of you. No, why would they? You just need a Google Drive and an Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. My Instagram needs work though. Uh, yeah, I I can help with that. Look, you also um, My Twitter's popping though. Podcasting is eye catching on an Instagram feed. Like literally, just like next time you're recording, snap a quick selfie of you with the microphone in front of your face. All right, golden. Let's, let's try it now. Do though, it now before we close up. I'm gonna take one too, and then we can compare our work. Okay, wait. Do you, so would you take it like on the regular camera no. app? No, you have to be able to see what you're. If I'm taking a picture of you, yeah. No, like, but are you on the regular camera app? Or yeah, 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 camera? regular. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, regular app. And I'm just taking a picture of me, right? Yeah. All right. Podcasting. Let me uh, see. Smiles. No, I don't want you to see. Wait, let me you see. You think I'm gonna judge? Let me see yours. Wait, let me like pose it up with the chip in the back. Sometimes I'll do this in case it's facing me. This is great podcasting, by the way. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, an audio nothing. experience. Um, no, I'm deleting this. Uh, I'll put that on my Instagram story. I'll edit this part out. <laughs> Stunning. Sometimes I'll. Uh, <laughs> that's so bad. I had it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll screenshot other people's Twitter likes, if I ever want um, like dirt on them. Oh. But sometimes they show up in your photo album, like this one just did, like as the front one, and then you realize that like if anyone saw your phone, those Twitter likes would look like just like your screenshots. Oh my god! I had to explain Not to great. an ex-boyfriend one time that you, do you know that your your Twitter likes are public? A lot of people don't. That was a fun conversation to have. A lot of people don't know that. You'd oh. be surprised how many grown men that, that coach youth basketball games don't know that their ah! Twitter likes are out there. You'd be surprised. But I'm not gonna. You know, that's all a dream I had. Actually, none of that's real. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not talking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, chicks and dip. Go listen to it wherever you get podcasts, right? Yep. Anywhere you can get a podcast and on YouTube. Okay. And uh, honorable mention guest, me. I'm not the best guest of all time. You were great. I think so too. You had some pretty stiff competition though. I mean, we have like a life-changing story that you were competing with. Yeah. So like come back to me after a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Like getting sober and stuff? Yeah. I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. All right. Uh, Until episode... Until the next episode... Stay safe, wash your hands, you filthy animals. Thank you.
Savannah's premier indoor baseball training facility, SBPA is owned and operated by Ross Howard, and together with instructors who have played college and professional baseball, Ross and SBPA offer customized instruction year-round for baseball and softball players, full-length batting cages, pitching mounds, and a state-of-the-art technology to measure improvement are just a few of the highlights over at the Academy. Call Ross at 912-484-5282 and visit the Savannah Baseball Performance Academy on Facebook for programs, teams, camps, and more information about how to take advantage of this great venue. Savannah's only year-round indoor baseball facility, Ross Howard, our guy, give him a call, 912-484-5282.